Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, well and daughters of the King, thank you all for coming on this morning and worshiping the Lord with us. I just want to first and foremost give God glory and honor and praise this morning for allowing us to be here today because someone did not wake up this morning. They did go to bed, but they did not get up, and God allowed us to be able to be here today. And we give him glory and honor and praise this morning. And we just thank him and we worship him. Yes, God. And we just give him glory and honor. So as I get ready to go into prayer, I just want to say thank you all, daughters of the king, daughters, the welling daughters of the king for coming on this morning. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I just want to thank you, God, for this opportunity I want to thank you, God, for covering us throughout the night from seeing an unseen danger in the house. I want to thank you, God, for your protection, your grace, and mercy. That is so sufficient. I want to thank you, God, for making a way out of no way for us, God. I want to thank you, God, for your strength, your guidance, your understanding. Yes, God. I want to thank you, God, for just being with us, God, throughout the night from the seeing an unseen danger. And Father, Lord, I just want to thank you for your peace your understanding, your guidance that you protect us with, God. Lord, I ask you right now in the name of Jesus Christ, God, to search me, oh God. Search me, oh God. Search my heart, my mind, my soul, and my spirit, God. Remove anything that will hinder me from hearing you, seeing you, God, in the name of Jesus Christ. I decrease so you may increase. Let it be none of me that they hear, but they hear all of you, God. Yes, God, and I repent for sins of omission and commission, knowing and unknowing things that I may have said, done, thought before I enter this conversation with you. And, Lord, I ask you right now that you take full control of this conversation, God. And, Lord, I ask that you forgive me, remove anything in my heart, anything that's in my heart that will hinder me from you moving and flowing through me in the name of Jesus Christ, God. I plead the blood of Jesus, God, over my mind, over my heart, over my soul and my spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I ask you right now in the name of Jesus Christ, God, God, that you will bring your blood all over my heart, God, in the name of Jesus. I ask you for a new heart, not a clean one, but a new heart and a right now. Spirit, God, to be in alignment with one accord with your will and your will alone. In the name of Jesus Christ, God, I decrease so you may increase. Holy Spirit, have your way. Holy Spirit, have your way. Move, touch my lips, God. Allow my ears to be inclined with your will and your will alone. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for saturating the atmosphere so you can move the way you see it fit, God. Lord, you know your daughters, and you know exactly where they're at right now, God, and you know exactly what they need. And I pray, God, in the name of Jesus Christ, not one soul under the sound of my voice will leave off this call the same way they came on. In the name of Jesus, God. We thank you for every word, God, that will come forth. God, it will meditate and it will pierce their very hearts, God, in the name of Jesus Christ, because your word is already anointed and has already come to do what it was supposed to do, set free and deliver and heal. And, God, we thank you in the name of Jesus, God, that you will do as it is saying, that you say it shall do. In Jesus' name, God, we give you glory, God. God, we give you honor, God. God, we give you praise, God. We exalt you this morning, and we magnify your name, and we say hallelujah, 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 Jesus, God. We give you glory and honor, God, to be the, your daughters, God. As we come and we bow before you, God, we enter you, ask that you enter in, into this room with us as we have a conversation with you. And God, we thank you, we honor you, and we praise you for all that you're getting ready to say and all that you're ready, getting ready to do. 
We thank you. We honor you. It's in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray. Amen and amen. We just give God glory and honor once again. Thank you all for your patience. Um, y'all gonna laugh at me and give a little quick joke before I get ready to start. So I'm I'm over here praying, right? <laughs> oh, we're praying. I, I started praying everything. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, Look down at your phone. I look down at my phone and I'm like, Can anybody hear me? And I'm pressing the button. How about my phone is on mute, Lord Jesus? <laughs> So I apologize. It was nothing with the um, technical, um, nothing with the phone. It was nothing with the um, service or nothing like that. It was I didn't press the unmute button, so I apologize. But I thought it was just so funny because I'm like, why they can't hear me? Why they can't hear me? And then I realized, uh, hello, your phone is on mute. I want to once again say my name is um, Apostle Joanne Hall as well. Um, I just want to thank you all, daughters of, daughters, the welling daughters of the King, for coming on to this morning with us. And for those that will be hearing morning, afternoon, evening, good morning, hello to you, I should say. So um, I was like, God, what do you want me to say to your daughters? And I'm, you know, I always say this to everyone that I talk to. I don't like just, you know, I spend time with God all the time, reading my word, reading, praying, and fellowship with people. And I, I don't just want to just get something. I really want to know what God wants me to say to his people. So I was, I, I was you know, asking the Father, I said, Father, what do you want me to say to your daughter this morning? And I believe that God has started ministering to me since last week. And he was still pressing on my heart to move forward with the word. If I had to give a subtitle this morning, it would be, it's about the agreement. I'll repeat it again. It's about the agreement. And um, he was strong on me about this. And I want to be obedient to what he has me to say to his daughter. I will be giving a whole lot of scripture. Yes, 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 yes. I will be giving a whole lot of scripture. With that being said, let's go into the word. So um, the power of agreement show you how to have this kind of unity. So and the power of agreement is um, unity because when you come in an agreement, you have to be in one, like a unity. You have to come together corporately. And it says, I'll, I'll read it again, the power of agreement shows you how to have this kind of unity in all of your relationships. So every aspect of your life, daughters of the king, you have to have an agreement to come into doing anything. It doesn't have to be pretty much be about the things of God. It could be your family, your job, your children, uh, people that you come into contact with, um, it shows the unity. For, for agreement to come together, you have to have unity. And God desires for the body of Christ to come into one accord with one another. So the first scripture that I want to go to is Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, and I'm going to be coming from the AMP Classic, um, Ephesians chapter 4, and I will be reading verses um, 4 through 7, and it's not AMP Classic, it's AMP, so it's the Amplified, I apologize. And I will be reading Ephesians 4, verses 4 through 7. And it says, there is one body of believers and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when called to salvation. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God and Father of us all who is sovereign over all and working through all and living in all. Yet grace, God's undeserved favor, was given to each one of us, not 
and discriminated later, but in different ways in preparation to the measure of Christ, rich and abundant gifts. And that's Ephesians 4, 4 through 7. So pretty much is one accord. It's one accord unity and agreement. And so Jesus can use us to change our lives as we have a lasting impact in each other's lives. So we come in contact with different people. God want to do different things. And like I was saying last week, we all got gifts on this call. You know, God, when we first came into the world, God assigned gifts to everyone. You know, some of us may not be aware of them because, you know, you may have been in, in fellowship or groups or churches or different things, and they didn't really discuss those things. But everybody was born with a gift. Now, your job as daughters of the king is to discover who God called you to and what your purpose is on earth because everyone has a purpose. But it's your job to be able to find out what is your purpose, why are you here, what is your calling, what is God um, gift you with because it's called to help, to help the body. And that's when we come into one accord to impact. And so in truth, honestly, we all need each other. And um, we all have gifts. And when we come collectively, like this morning, and we were in worship, you heard the oneness in the worship because we came into one accord, and that is the power of agreement. What was it? We came to what? Glorify the Father, and that is agreement. The next picture that I want to go to, the power of the, the praise of agreement, will only work if it's based on the word of God. So I know we talked about it last week and God um, um, dropped it in my spirit to say agreement because we were talking about prayer last week on the Holy Spirit. Um, I'm sure we could discuss it on the line due to um, we get prayer requests and we pray, but there's no praise report coming back. Because like I was explaining last week, but I, and what the Lord said to me was, the individual that asked for the request, we don't have a problem taking prayer requests. I don't have a problem praying with you. But he said we need to come in agreement. That means that you have to do your part too. You know, the Bible also indicates faith without works is dead. So if God gives you an assignment and I need assistance, I, I can have somebody come side by side but I'm still assigned to that assignment. I can't say, oh, sister, so-and-so, can you do that? No, God didn't call sister so-and-so to that. He called me. I can ask sister so-and-so, can you come in agreement with me? But I can't give my assignment to sister so-and-so. And this is how God brought the word agreement. So, um, the, the prayer of agreement will only work if it's based on the word of God. And I want to stop there for a second before I go to the next scripture. God honor his word. I'm going to repeat that again. God honor his word. So if you believe in God for anything, and I tell people this all the time, you should go in the word because there's always something in the word pertaining to your situation. You look it up, you read it, you meditate, and you stand on the word. God honors his word. He's not a man that he should have. He honors. When he says it, he stays faithful to his word. It actually, it's actually good when you're praying to give the word back. It does something to God because he honors his word. He don't go against his word. His word is bond, point blank. The next scripture we're going to is 1 John 5, verses 14 through 15, A.M.P. Classic, A.M.P. Classic. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 through 15, A.M.P. Classic. 
And it says, and this is the confidence, the reassure, and the privilege of boldness which we have in him. We are sure that if we ask anything, making any request according to his will, I said that last week because somebody asked, according to what? His will, in agreement with his own plan. Mm, right there, park it up. He listens and hear us. Verse 15. And if since we possibly know that he listened to us in whatever we ask, we also know with settling and absolute knowledge that we have granted us as our present possession the request made unto made of him. I'm going to go back up to 14 for a second. I'm going to repeat it again. And this is the confidence and the assurement and the privilege of boldness which we have in him. We are sure that if we ask anything, making, the requ- making any request according to his will, according to his will, in agreement with his own plan. He listens to and hears us. And if since we possibly, possibly, um, possibly know that he listens to us in whatever we ask, we also know with subtle and absolute knowledge that we have granted, we have granted us as our present possession, the request made of him. Mm. Come on, Jesus. Come on. Come on. So meaning that you can't have your own, it got to line up what? With his will. Because I hear some people say, oh, I've been praying. I'm like, God and God ain't move. Is it according to his will? He can't come, he don't come in agreement with things that's not according to his will. So right there, you got to go back and line up yourself. Is your heart lined up with the will of God? Mm. So some of the things we ask him for, is that it didn't come past? Is that, that, oh, it's not working? Is it according to the will of God? He's not going to come in agreement if, if it's not according to his will. That will make him a liar. And we serve a holy God. So when we go and we bring our petition, which is our request, we have to make sure it aligns with the will of God. So that means you got to do a heart check to make sure when you bring things before God, is it a part of the will of God? Where is your motive? What is your agenda? Why do you want someone to come into agreement? And this is why I was explaining last week about, we know, yes, we people bring prayer requests and saying, oh, pray for so-and-so, but is it God's will or this is your will? Because some of us sometimes, we want to pray for things that's not a part of God's will, and we want somebody touching it. Oh, sister, so-and-so, can you come and touch in this? Mm-mm. Is it God's will? And we allowed to ask somebody, you know, when, when, when a person brings a prayer request and they want you to come in agreement, you're allowed to ask certain questions. Because you don't want to come into agreement with things that's not of God. That's why, that's why it's called, it's about agreement. What kind of agreement are you coming in agreement with? Is it agreement of God or is it agreement of man? Mm. Come on now. Come on now. So, um, so when we make agreement with people, it's called a covenant. I was like, wow. I was like, okay, God. Okay. A covenant is a promise between two or more parties to perform a certain action. So when we come into agreement with individuals, you come into covenant. And I don't know, a lot of people may not know about this, but today is the first time you know about it. And this is why it's important to listen 
And when you're given a request or you ask for somebody to come and stand in agreement with you, you need to hear everything. Don't just jump into stuff. Because sometimes we jump into things and we didn't hear everything through. And this is why we need to be careful and we need to be sensitive and we need to hear the Lord. When, when God makes agreement with people, it is called a covenant. A covenant is a promise between two or more parties to perform a certain action. The word can also be used as a covenant to work together on this project until it's finished. A covenant is very familiar to a promise. You know, there's certain different things in the Bible. You know, when Jesus had had uh, made a covenant with um, Abraham, he made it with um, Moses. Different threads in the Bible, God made covenant because He came into agreement. So another another word for agreement is a covenant, and this is why I'm stretching it so much. We have to be sensitive, daughters of the King, well and daughters of the King. We have to be sensitive about coming in agreement with things, and we didn't fully kind of like hear it out. We got we to gotta pay attention. Um, God will never be unfaithful to his covenant, his promise. So when God says something, it's law. Like when he comes in agreement with you, he's going to write it out. Now we, at times, are not. We majority of the time we're not faithful to the covenant of God. And I've got to be honest, I'm daughter. God be real. But God is if God says it, that's it. If God says He's gonna bless you, He's not like people. He don't He don't switch up on us like, like people does. If He say He's gonna do it, He's gonna do it. You don't gotta worry about God changing on you. Now you can worry about yourself or people, yes, but if God say He's gonna do it, He gonna He gonna ride out with you to the end, and, that's, and we can trust that to the T. Because when we look through all the Bible, God, he given promises and he sticks to it. He don't change. He's not a God that changes not. He's today, forever. He's today, tomorrow, forevermore. He is the Alpha and the Omega. There's nothing you need to worry. You don't got to worry about God slapping on you. Mm, I hear you only go, that's God I'm about to stop. Woo, Jesus. You ain't got to worry about him being what you watch on you. This is why when, when, when people say, oh, I don't know if I can do God, you should want to do God more than doing people. Come on. Woo, Jesus. Woo, come on. You should want to do God more than doing people. We put too much trust on man and not God, and that's what we mess up. We need to switch the roles. You can bank on God. You can bank on him. Because he said in his word in Hebrews chapter 12, I'm, I'm 13, and verse 5 and 6, he said he would never, what, leave you off the faithful. Come on now. That's a, that's a covenant. That's an agreement. He won't leave you. Yes, you may go through things. You may go through trials and tribulations. They may look like there's nothing going to happen, and he's coming. When you least suspect that he's there, he's still riding. You're going up, he's there. You're going down, he's going. You're going through the fire, he's there. Come on. He is He's still faithful to his promises. He does that, don't change. So when we say, oh, I don't know if I can do this with God, that's an insult when you say that. Come on now. We, get, we put men in the place where God needs to be. We need to change the God. God should be there and men come afterwards. And we got to trust God and say, what you want me to do? And we got to trust the God in the person because we are flesh. And we are fickle individuals. Hey, Holy Spirit. The next covenant God did with um, Exodus 24 and 3. This is the covenant he did, and this is the Amplified Translation. Hey, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. And, you know, this is, a story, this is like a backdrop of um, Moses coming down, getting ready to speak to the children, and he makes a covenant. God makes a covenant with the people. The subtitle said, people affirm the covenant with God. 
And I'm only just reading one verse, but it's Exodus 24 and 3. Then Moses came and told the people everything that the Lord had said, and all the ordinance, and all the people answered with one voice, oneness, one accord. Everything that the Lord has said will be, we will do. They came into what? Agreement, which is what? A covenant. Amen? So when we have a desire as a, you know, general family, general people, we have to come in agreement. You go to the word first. So if you believe in God, and I teach this a lot to a lot of people, um, you know, throughout the middle of the end of the year, I always talk about doing goals. I always talk about vision. And I'm really big on telling people, when you believe in God for something, get a verse and stand on it. And you got to find, find in the word, find the promise to cover the particular situation. So if you believe in God for something, you need to go find in the scripture so you can come into agreement. You know what I mean? And you pray about it. Then you write it down and meditate on it. Um, another scripture I will go to, you know, to connect with that would be Psalms, chapter, Psalms, 100, Psalms 112, verse 7, King James. Psalms 112, King James. And it says, one second. Psalms 12, 112, and it says, he shall not be afraid of eat, of hiding, none. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. One verse, Psalms 112, verse 7, it says, your heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. So you get your whole, like, it may be your family, it may be like a group of people you're with, or just you and God, and you establish the promise or your agreement be based on a foundation. You have something to stand on. Then the battle, then the battle is on. The devil will send all kinds of things your way that are contrary to the word of God. You have to be determined to stand. Here's where you need your whole, the, the group of people, your family, uh, the word of God that you and the Lord, and you stand on the promises. One way, one way to do this is to bring it into captivity, every thought to the obedience of Christ. And that's Second Corinthians Chapter 10, verse 5, the King James. So you got to bring them through it. So you're gonna, the enemy going to try to eradicate what you believe in God for, but you got to go back to the promise because the word of God does not come back void. If he says it, it's established. And this is how you, you start to create a firm foundation and agreement. You must do this if you, if you want to see results with your prayer of agreement. Continue to meditate on the word of God and keep your faith strong. Philippians 4 and 8, the Amplified Classic. Philippians 4 and 8, the Amplified Classic. I'm going to be a tongue twister. Apologize to you all, well and daughters of the king. It says, for the rest, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is worthy of reverence and is honorable and seemly, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and graceless, if there is any virtue and excellence, if there is any Think word of praise. Think on and wait and take account on these things. Fix your mind on them. So you stand on the promise of God and what you're coming in agreement, prayer in agreement with. 
Amen. Say to yourself, I refuse to think or believe anything contrary to this agreement. So once you come in agreement with it, you don't want to hear nothing. anything that's not God. Oh, I don't want to hear it. I, and I'm good to tell people. I'm like, eh. I, I don't want to let them get it out. I'm like, eh. I'm like, eh. And like, oh. I'm like, eh. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. No, thank you. No, thank you. And you're tired to say, I don't receive that. The person may get mad or whatever the case may be. That's why no, I'm taking it up with Jesus. You know, then Satan to try to slip negative thoughts or break down your face. You have to tell him, no, 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 devil. I don't believe what you say. I believe what the words say. And that's it. How about them apples? And you stick to the promise. I'm, I'm big on telling people to get sticky notes, put sticky notes around, put different things, and you quote the word and you stand on the promise. You got to stand, you got to stand, you got to stand. Um, Jesus told us to be persistent, continuously, tireless, in action, seeking, knocking on the doors of heaven. I'll repeat that again. Jesus told us to be persistent, continuous, and tirelessly in asking, seeking, knocking on the doors of heaven. You have to be you have to be persistent like the woman. She kept on in Luke eighteen, she kept on what? Being persistent at that judge. Persistent. If you believe in God and you come in agreement, you gotta stay you got to stay on it, no matter how long. Some things may take months. Some things may take years. But how bad do you believe in for what you believe in God for? It can't just be for a moment. You, you just can't be, oh, I'm having a moment that I just want it for that moment. No, if it's something that you say you believe in God for and you want people to come agree, you got to stand on those things. You can't waver just because it didn't happen right away. Some things take some time. And um, Luke 11, 9 and 10 in the NLT, Luke 11, 9 and 10 in the NLT, and, it, and so I tell you, keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and you will, and you will, and you will, the door will be open to you, sorry. For everyone who acts, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And everyone who knocks, the door will be open. I'm going to repeat that again. And so I tell you, keep on acting, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and you will, the door will be open to you. Everyone who acts receives. Everyone who seeks finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. Luke 11, verses 9 through 10, NLT translation. Keep on doing it. Keep on, keep on. Keep on praying. I'm going to repeat that again. Keep on doing it. Keep on, keep on. Keep on, keep on. Keep on, keep on, and keep on praying. So also I want to urge you to keep coming, keep coming to God, and keep coming into agreement with him, as well with the individuals who you come in to pray alongside or side with you. I know sometimes, you know, oh, I've been praying for this, this thing, they're happy, uh, you know, and this is why when you come and agree with somebody, you know, that God appoints you in a sign, they will be the one to encourage you. Like, come on, come on, God's going to make it. And that's to pull you because it says, the word of God says in Proverbs um, in 17, um, iron sharper iron. So when we come together, we come in in what? Agreement. Because now you may get a little bit, like, worried and like, oh, I've been praying for this and this and this. But you stay, but you come with somebody, they will give you that boost. Like, no, 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 come on. God's coming through. I know he's coming. I know it don't look like it. I can feel it. I know God's coming. Stand, stand, stand. Come on. And then that then push you. Now you got a boost. Okay, I just keep on going. 
that's a that's a beauty thing, a beautiful thing of coming into agreement with the right people when you believe in God for what you believe in God for, as long as according to His will. Okay. It is it is to keep on that is important as we grow spiritually and learn more about what it means to act, seek, knock in agreement with God and others. The next picture that I want us to go to is Romans fourteen seventeen amplify. Romans fourteen seventeen. And it says, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking. What one likes, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. I'll repeat it again. The kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking. What one likes, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Agreement is a wonderful byproduct of living that we have been foreign to, together in God's kingdom of righteousness, peace, and joy. Our prayers are bearing fruit because when we two or three gather together in his name, one mind, one heart, we pray together. So um, another scripture we can turn to, Matthew 18. 1920, Amplify, Matthew 18, verses 19 and 20, and it says, Again I say to you, if two believers on earth agree, that is, are of one mind in harmony about anything that they ask within the will of God, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For wherever, where two or three are gathered in my name, meeting together as my follow, as my followers, I am there among them. I'm going to repeat that again. Matthew 18, verses 19, 20, Amplify. Again, I say to you that if two believers on earth agree, that is, are of one mind in harmony about anything, that they act within the will of God, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, meeting together as my followers, I am there among them. So key word I want to say, I want to make sure y'all picked up in the will of in the will, if it's in the will of God. Like it's a key word. It says it's in the will of God. He's in the midst. So this is why we have to know the promises of God in the word when we come in an agreement for any prayer, anything you believe in God for. <clears throat> we come in agreement with him as we keep our, our eyes fixed on him. That's another way. When we come in agreement with God, we have to keep our eyes fixed on him. So if you believe in God for something, you got to stay on it. You can say, oh, I believe in God for something, and you do something else, and you don't kind of keep on staying persistent at the feet of God about your petition. You got to continue to pray and believe in God for it. You don't just pray one time and keep it going. You keep on praying until it comes to pass. This is how we see the result when we come into prayer on well and daughter. We should not underestimate the power of agreement when we believe in like, like in prayer, we should not estimate. So you should not have no doubt. So if you believe in God for something, you can't have no doubt in it. Because coming into agreement, is you're going to need faith. Faith is all about it. So you got to believe God. You know, I said a couple um, weeks ago about when we don't believe God, it's a form of sin. And that's John 16 and 9. Not believing God is a sin. 
So we have to make sure when we come into agreement, you believe in God for it. You should say, oh, I'm going to try to test God and see mm, if he could really do that. Mm, I'm going to see if he could do that. No, you don't want to do that. You don't want to waste the people that come in agreement with you. You don't want to waste that time. If you're going to stand in agreement, you're going to believe God for it. And this is going to stretch your faith because it's a faith thing also. It's going to stretch your faith. So that means that once you bring it to God, you have to believe and you have to wait on God as you continue to be persistent. I can't stretch that enough. If you believe in God for something and you, it's according to his will, you got to stand and wait. Amen? Because God has placed us authority over human likeness to work out his plan and purpose in this world. Corporate agreement with him brings about his will on earth. In other words, when we when together we we agree with God about something is very is very likely to happen. By taking a token, if we agree with the enemy, the the God of this world is like an ignorance. So we gotta be careful with certain things that we do. I'm gonna repeat that again because I probably went too fast with that. Because God has placed his authority on human kindness to work out his plan and purpose on the world, our corporate agreement with him brings about his will on, on the earth. In other words, when, when together we agree with God about something, it is very likely to happen. By the same token, if we agree with the enemy, the God, Logi, of this world, Second Corinthians 4 and 4, Second Corinthians 4 and 4, I want to make sure I give you that scripture for that. And that's coming from the New American Standard Bible. And that would be NABS, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. It says, in those cases, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers so that they may not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Repeat that again. In those, in those cases that the God, lower G, lower, lower G, of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers so that they might not the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Amen. About something, even in ignorance, that too is likely to happen. So we got to be careful. We got to be careful. What the Lord is. How can you discern whether or not you are consistent in alignment with yourself with God? By, by paying attention to your routine, to your process. So you got to be consistent. Do you spend most of your time thinking about worldly concerns, or do you daily and actively trust God to take care of your needs? How much are you communicating with him? What is he telling you? And I want to leave you guys with some couple examples of agreement. We enter into agreement by connecting with God first and then with others. So I'm going to repeat that again. We enter agreement with God by connecting with God first and then others. And we enter into this lifestyle by offering ourselves up to him. So when you believe in God with something and you want to, you want to come in agreement, it's you and God first, and then God may lead you to go ask other people. he show you. Because one thing I learned about my walk with the Lord, when it comes to agreement with prayers or believing God for something, he'll show you the people to go to and who to come in agreement with. And this is why we should consult God about everything. And I'm really big on that. 
A lot of people like to go do the thing first and then come to God. No. Go to God first, wait on it, and then God will reveal you to the people, and then you come in agreement. And you will know because it will be the will of God. It will all line up in the will of God. Amen. You will enter into this lifestyle by offering yourself up to him and no one, and, and no one other I'm, I'm telling twisted, I'm sorry. And to one another in the light of God's mercy. We reject the message of the world around us, which is to trust in ourselves and to look out for, for number one. So meaning like, I want to I say that slowly. We reject the message of the world around us, which is to trust in ourself and to look out for the number one. True agreement requires mutual humility and honor. So if we're going to stand on the promises of God and it's on the will of God, we can't say, oh, it's common sense. Common sense might not be God's sense. We have to only focus trust on God's word. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. So therefore, you still got to consult God. I tell people this all the time. No matter what it is, you still need to consult God. Point blank. So when you come in agreement with someone and you believe in God for saying, you shouldn't be going to someone that's not saved to come in agreement with you. That is unequal yoke. You need to find, you need to, if you're doing it according to God's will, he's going to show you the person that's walking the will of God to come and agree with you. And they're going to stand with you in agreement until what you believe in God will come to pass. Because there's going to be a result in it. Amen? And there's different other examples like Acts 4, when you get to your leisure time, you guys can go to it, is when they come together in agreement power of agreement put together and they meet together and the Holy Spirit is, is filled with preaching world, the great boldness. And that's another example of power and agreement. Another thing is God's heart and yours. So when you're doing the power and agreement, God, the power and agreement with God and each other, it starts with being close as possible to the very heart of God. So your heart is your heart posture when you come in an agreement as well. You know, there are things that you got to ask and, you know, think when you come in an agreement. Do you love Jesus? Do you, do you love the believers you have been joined with together? Because sometimes we come in and agree with people we don't really, like, really care about. That's, it can't work. You know, if, we, if we're going to come in agreement, you got to care about everybody that you come in agreement with. Because God is, is big on your heart posture. If something's not coming to pass, you got to ask yourself, is that person, how did they feel towards you? You know what I'm saying? And this is why we have to be sensitive when we ask them for prayer requests. Do you believe in the person that you ask a prayer request with to come in agreement with you? You know what I mean? Um, how you feel about the individual. You know what I mean? Because certain things don't happen because if you don't, because it, it goes back to the main person that God gets assigned to. If I'm asking you guys on the call this morning, come and agree with me, I have to believe in you guys. I have to care about you guys for me to see them, what I believe in God for and actually come agreement to happen. So every party is important, and we have to make sure that we care about each other. So sometimes... It's not that, oh, God, I don't want you know, the answer. Sometimes it could be the people that you come in agreement you don't really care about. God don't play. This is what I'm saying. It's so serious. Every detail is important, and that's how God was ministered to me. Like, every detail is a piece of the agreement. You have to care, have to care about the person. The person has to care about you so you can see, well, a manifestation. They have to believe God for you, i.e., Lord. They have to be God for you like they believe in God for themselves. Mm, come on, I'm going to say it again. They have to believe God with that request like they believe God for themselves. That's, the, that's, 
That's the power of agreement. That's the covenant. So you got to ask yourself, for people that you come in agreement, are you want to be in covenant with them? Hello. Come to think about it. Think about well and daughter. Come on now. Are you learning to lean into the heart of God and of yourself? Are you praying to God? Are you praying with God? Mm. Think about it. Think about it. The first part person who you come into agreement is, of course, God himself. Your effective prayer will depend on how well your heart posts in the rhythm with the heartbeat of God. Woo, Jesus. Mm. Park it up, park it up, park it up. Park it up right there. Mm. Glory to God. Woo. Come on. Here go that heart check. Mm. Come on. Here go that heart check. Mm. Max, again. Are you leaning? Are you learning to lean into the heart of God himself? Are you praying to God or with God? The first and primary person with whom you are to come into agreement is, of course, God himself. Your effectiveness in prayer will depend how well your heart posts in rhythm with the heartbeat of God. <laughs> Woo, Jesus, you better go ahead and do it again, God. <laughs> Woo, Lord, Lord, Lord. You hear that? Oh, come on, come on, come on. You hear that, brother daughter? Mm, 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 mm. How effective your prayers will depend on how well your heart posts in rhythm with the heartbeat of God. Ooh, Jesus, I could just be done right there. Mm, glory to God. Mm. Trying to tell you that heart check, that heart check, that heart check. Take time. Relate, call, call for the character is necessary for love. It's a matter of the heart. Here it goes again. Mm. So sometimes, could it be that your agreement don't come to pass because mm. your posture of your heart? Mm. Hallelujah. And this is the last one, last scripture. Mm. Glory to God. Woo, Jesus. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Yes, God. Mm. Mm. Romans 12 and 2. Mm. In the, um, in the um, NLT. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Woo, Lord mercy. God, take control. Amazing. Finish this part. Woo, Lord mercy. I hear you, Holy Ghost. Mm. Jesus. Jesus. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Verse 2, do not copy the behaviors and the custom of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you. Here goes God's will again, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Mm -mm -mm. Only only way you'll be able to do this. Go back again. It's about the agreement. It's about the agreement, daughters, well and daughters of the king. And I like to leave this lastly with, I always like to make things personal. I believe that, um, you know, when you share and you minister to people, you also, you also want to make sure you make it personal. And I remember I was a part. Uh, um, I was a part. We was in. A, I was in a prayer team, eating, and I was believing God for um, my home for me and my family. And I remember, you know, you know, we were looking, looking. I remember telling the team at that time, "Can you come and agree with me?" And I remember this woman of God, never forget. She said, um, "You know, she came to me. She said, woman of God, God's going to bring it to pass.' She said, it's going to take some time.'" Because what you ask them for um, is not something small. And they tarry with me every time I brought the request. They tarry, tarry, tarry. And that, what I was believing God for, it took a while, but it did come to pass. 
And every time that I was starting to get a little bit, like, wavy, the woman of God would say, God's working on it. God's working on it. He's working things. And, and they would encourage me. And they would stand in agreement with me until it came to pass. And I just one one thing that I um, was discussing, there's so many other things that God has done, and I know it to be true because I'm a product of it. It's about the agreement. So I just wanted to encourage every well and daughter and every person that will listen to this, to listen to the message this morning or this afternoon, this evening. Just encourage you to wait on God. Get a, get a scripture saying the promises to come in and, 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 and um, one accord with the word of God. Key word, and God will, if it's God wills. So would you, if you believe in God, the son, is it a part of his will? We have to make sure we have to know the promises of God and his word. Then we got to seek God about who to come into agreement with. So you got to be sensitive to the presence of God. Um, so I would encourage you to go back to the word and soak your mind in it. Soak your mind into the word of God. Don't be anxious. And then the Bible says, don't be anxious for nothing but what? Prayer, supplication, and let your request go into the Lord. I just want to encourage you, um, well and daughters, this morning. It's about the agreement. It's about the agreement. When we come together on one accord, it's to glorify the Lord. I just wanted to leave you guys today. It's about the agreement. Thank you. This is Apostle Joanne Hall. And you guys have a great day. Until we meet again.